Um, Having second anyway. thoughts about the quiz now. <laughs> you are. Yeah. You. I bet you are, Chris. I, I bet you are. <laughs> do you want to? Do you want to just go back and you just go? And do you just do it through really quickly? Do you want to just record you saying yes. that? <laughs> okay. If I just say. You just say no comment. Juliet nice Binoche, Christian Bale, yeah. Joseph Fiennes, and you just edit okay. all them in. I'll edit Mickey the Rooney. Yeah. yeah. No comment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I plead the fifth. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, Johnny Five <laughs> goes around. Doubt, just put a bleep over it. Carry on. <laughs> Locos kick your ass. Los locos kick your face. Los locos kick your balls into out of space. Yes, out of space. That's where we are. It's the science fiction rating system. My name's Alex Humphrey, and I am joined as ever by Chris Redding. Hey, Chris. Hello. Hello. How's it going? Oh, yeah. Good, thanks. Uh, and Sam Draper, how are you? Hello, I am very good, thank you. Yeah, having some uh, returned after his house uh, woes last <laughs> no. week, if you were listening. No, we don't talk about that. Anyway, we're not here to talk about houses. We're here to talk about science fiction films. Uh, we are the podca- podcast that rates and ranks science fiction films. We've got a big old list, and we take the films, we talk about them for approximately an hour, and then we put them in the big list. Um, and one film that we're going to put in that list is Short Circuit 2. That's this week's film. Uh, 1988. Now, the reason we're doing Short Circuit 2 is because when we all watched Short Circuit 1, well, I don't remember why we watched Short Circuit 1. Was it on Nostalgia Week? Eddie? Well, it might be Nostalgia Season, yes, you might be right. Anyway, we all watched Short Circuit and we all, all of us, all three of us, completely misremembered the entire film. Uh, and mm. what we all worked out was that what we were remembering was Short Circuit 2, and that short circuit one, we didn't. I mean, any of it was any of it familiar to us? I can't really remember. Um, Apart from <clears throat> the only bit that I really remember is him saying, uh, "Hey, laser lips, your mother was a snowblower." That's the bit that's always yeah. in my head from this film. But um, well, weirdly, when they start watching this, I remembered this film really, really well. I must have watched it a lot when I was a kid. I remembered like wow. the music theme, like wow. tons yeah, yeah, yeah. of stuff about it. Like, I saw this. I think I saw this a lot more than the first well, one. Well, without a doubt, yeah, without a doubt. Mm. Mm. Um, for those of you unaware of uh, Short Circuit One or Two, uh, it's directed by Kenneth Johnson. Uh, who uh, he, he directed Steel, you know, that Shaquille O'Neal Superman film. Yes. Yeah, he directed that. Uh, and it's written... Pedigree. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's written by the people that wrote the first film. Uh, and let's also remember, these two guys also wrote Wild Wild West, Batteries Not Included, Ghost Dad, and Tremors. So it's a real mixed bag. I mean, I like Batteries Not Included. Yeah, and I... I don't like any of the others. I like Tremors, but, you know, Ghost yeah, Dad, right. you know... Um, so if you haven't seen the first film, like we hadn't, <laughs> uh, <laughs> basically, uh, Nova Laboratory experts, Newton and Ben, which is Steve Gutenberg mm. and Fisher Stevens, uh, create several prototype robots for the US military, one of which is struck by lightning and becomes sentient. After many madcap adventures, the robot who's named itself Johnny Five heads off to M- Montana with Newton and his new girlfriend, Stephanie, played by Ali Sheedy. 
Believing Johnny to be destroyed, Nova Robotics goes bankrupt and heads and Ben heads to New York to start up his business, trying to sell tiny toy versions of his most ingenious creation. Little does he know mm. that Johnny Five is about to re-enter his life in a much bigger way. Mm. Ooh, yeah. Back to my synopsises, Chris. That's what's, good. What's the rating on that one? <laughs> pretty good. Pretty good. Good. Thanks. Top. Top level. Top level. Oh, good. Uh, so we start right off. Uh, uh, my part one is called "Racism, Sexism Delivered in Less Than Five Minutes Flat," um, because we start right off to, and we meet uh, uh, Ben. Uh, did you notice anything about Ben uh, in this film? He's gone even browner than the last film. That that's mm. one thing. Any a change to Ben at all? Is uh, about his name. <laughs> Oh, his name's changed, is it? His surname's changed between right, films. Right, okay. <laughs> so in the first film, he's called... It was Jabiti Tua. Y- yeah, like Jabitia. And in the second yeah. film, he's called Javari. Right. Easier to say. That's a very odd thing to change, isn't it? I mean... Mm. We need to address the brown face straight away. Are we going to go straight really? into that? Right. I think okay. you need to get out of the way, don't you? All right, well... <laughs> I've got a thing about that. It's all right. So basically, uh, again, if anyone hasn't ever seen Short Circuit, the main character—I mean, he's he's basically the second lead, isn't he? In the in the first first one, yeah. Uh, Mm. And he's the main character in the second film. Uh, It's an Indian character, but he's actually played by a completely white bloke called Fisher Stevens. And uh, I interviewed Fisher Stevens a few years ago, completely oblivious that he wow. was this guy in this, this film. <laughs> what did you interview him about? Just we were at like Cannes Film Festival, like on the beach, doing something for some credit card company or something. Was it some very b- crap? But was he? It was a uh, yeah, nice. He was. Talking, I think he had a film in the festival. Oh. Was he nice? As a director, yeah, lovely. Oh, okay, yeah. but completely oblivious though to <laughs> he, was. he played an Indian. I was. I was. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, you'd never, it'd never occur to you, would it? No, and I think this is the this is the thing. So, the kind of most famous detailing of this situation is by Aziz Azari uh, from um, Master of None and uh, Parks and Recreation, and he's got an episode about it in his show. But he's also wrote a essay in the New York Times about it called "Acting, Race, and Hollywood." And basically what he said was, when he was young, the only Indian characters he ever saw were either cab drivers or worked in kind of corner shops. So when he saw Short Circuit 2, it was immensely important to him as a young Indian boy to see this Indian character, not only the lead of a film, but he has a relationship with a Caucasian woman. You know, it was a huge, big thing for him. Mm. And years later, when he was in college, he was like, oh, I'm going to IMDB that guy from Short Circuit. And unfortunately Mm. found out that... He wasn't Indian at all. He was a white bloke and it was all brown face uh, with this ridiculous accent. Um, a lot of jokes about him misunderstanding words, aren't there? About him saying <laughs> phrases wrong, about him, yeah. you know. So anyway, flash forward and Aziz Azari contacted Fisher Stevens, like Chris, and he had a, a big talk with him over the phone. Hmm. And basically, hmm. I will read you uh, what Fisher Stevens said. Well, what it says in this thing, it says originally the role of Benjamin was a white grad student and then the director and co-writer of Short Circuit changed the character to Indian, uh, he told me. Then they went to Mr. Stevens and said, can you play Indian? It was 1987, so we were all a little less savvy about the things we were doing and we were actually and, and that were actually hurtful to large groups of people. And the answer for a 21 year old struggling actor was yes. 
So Aziz Azari goes on to say, what surprised me was how serious Mr. Stevens dedicated himself to becoming Indian. He went full method, studying with a dialect coach, reading R.K. Narayan's The Guide mm. and Hesse's Siddhartha. I started taking mm. yoga and immersed myself. Basically, I really wanted to be as real as possible. He said mm. I, he even lived in India for months before shooting Short Circuit 2. Mm. So basically what Aziz Azari concludes is that it's not Fisher Stevens' fault. Uh, he yes. was a kind of an innocent man in this. He was just an actor trying to struggling, just trying to make mm. his way as he could. Mm. It's mm. kind of still the fault of the film for creating yes. this mm. character and Hollywood in general for not just casting. You know, if they wanted an mm. Indian character, just cast an Indian person. Um, um, do either of you watch Succession? No. Because no. uh, Fisher Stevens is in the second series of that, and he's a lot older now, a lot thinner, and he actually looks like Gandhi now. <laughs> so that's weird, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I wonder, I wonder where it came from that they just suddenly decided to make the character Indian. It's a bit weird. It is really weird, especially if you've already cast a white man in a white role. It's very... And it's 1980s Hollywood, where you know that you're not going to cast an Indian person. I, sp- I suppose, though, 80s Hollywood, like, making jokes about Indians not meant to talk properly, you've got a bunch of cheap gags, haven't you? So maybe he's just, like, punch up the script a bit and couldn't bother to write real really jokes. Or, you yeah. know, fuck it, let's just make him Indian and, yeah. and laugh at that, you know. I mean, I've uh, wrote, I've read that uh, people, they wanted, the producers wanted Steve Gutenberg back... Uh, but he said he 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 he, he, he wanted to he, they wanted him to commit without a script, so it, but he declined. They dodged um, a bullet there, haven't they? That's... Well, yeah. He says he reg- twenty years later he said he regrets it, but I bet he does. Because <laughs> where did he go? After that? Oh, look who's talking! Didn't he after that? I suppose. But that's well, about yeah. it, really, isn't it? But um, so yeah. So at the centre of this whole film is this person who is not Indian, being Indian. A lot of jokes about them. How. Let's, as he said, as Sam said, let's talk about this now. How do we all feel about Fisher Stevens? It's just tough, isn't it? It's tough yeah. to watch these days because you know, and as soon as you know, it's just. Well, yeah. I mean, also, even if, even if you didn't know, it's still a race portrayal of an Indian bloke, isn't it? Even if he was Indian, mm. oh yeah, you know, a lot of the jokes are at his expense and all that kind of stuff about him trying to naturalise things like that. There's yeah. probably a way to do that that's less offensive, but that coupled with the fact you know he's not an Indian is, it's. It just tainted the film, hasn't it? You know. Yeah. Well, Chris. Yeah, I mean, I don't, ha- I don't think I have a problem with someone playing something they're not in general, like mm-hmm. whether it's gender or sexual um, orientation or anything. Yeah. But they, the jokes are all about him being Indian. Yeah. That that's the problem yeah. for me. Not someone doing, you know, an actor acting something is not a problem. No. For me, no. That's yeah, yeah. That's a, that's a conversation about art. That's a conversation about acting. Yeah. You know, that's a, yeah. You know, yes. I, I think, like you say, that's the, the the nail there. Is that um, it's not him really. It's just the fact that there's so many jokes about him. And I mean, also, yeah. the film tries to go down this line in its plot that Johnny Five feels alone and Ben feels alone because he's an immigrant and he can't you know he feels he wants to be a native he wants he's trying to do his citizenship he can't find love he finds it difficult to be in this other country so the film's trying to be sensitive a bit but yeah it's not but the fact is on for for 5 minutes of sensitivity there is an hour and 25 minutes of jokes about him saying 
phrases wrong, words wrong, misinterpreting things, calling him number Johnny Five, which mm. is so annoying. Just like, why does he call him number Johnny Five? It's so annoying. Like, it, even like his attitude, the way he talks to people, is a caricature. Of, it's like a poo, isn't it? But it's yeah. even like it's much worse than a poo. But it, that the way he reacts is, you know, not yeah, not good. <laughs> no. Anyway. Fisher Stevens, the uh, dubious lead, is making tiny little Johnny Fives, um, and he bumps into. I used to love uh, them little ones. I wanted one of them little ones. It's amazing, isn't it? Uh, They look really good. Uh, He bumps into Fred Ritter, played by Michael McKean, famous for uh, Spinal Tap and Mighty Wind and. Better Call Saul. Lots of things, yes. And Mm -hmm. he's a bit of a con man. Uh, Anyway, by mistake, one of these robots goes into a department store. Uh, and wanders into the uh, office of uh, San- uh, Sandy, who's mm. a toy buyer, and she thinks it's amazing. And basically, long story short, she asks if Ben can make um, a, th- a thousand robots by October the 15th, which we assume, we don't know the date, but we assume that's not very far away. Mm. Um, and uh, basically, Fred says yes, and Ben says yes. So they have to. St- so the, the main plot is that they've got to build all these robots and deliver them to this toy store. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, some diamonds are being stored in a bank vault. Uh, wonder if they'll be stolen. Yes, they will be stolen. It's a very, it's a very kind of hardcore like aside of like, oh, what could this be about? Um, so it's anyways, a very eighties, nineties thing, isn't it? A diamond heist. Mm, they love a diamond heist, don't they? These films. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, they do. It's. Uh, I mean, can you really shift? Much... Can you really shift dodgy diamonds? I don't think you can. No, I don't know. I mean, I. Spoilers, I don't know what Oscar's plan is here. It's, it's well, he says he's, he's trying to buy his way into Brazil, he says, doesn't he, at one point? Does he says he? he's going to buy his way into Brazil with them, yeah. Mm. I don't know, it's, it seems very it's a dodgy, I don't know, it's a very it's weird, weird yeah. plan. Anyway, so uh, they rent out this kind of crazy factory, get a load of homeless people to work for them, which is weird. Um, anyway, luckily, the real star of the show, Johnny Five, turns up. Uh, he's been sent in a box... Um, by Ali Sheedy and Steve Gutenberg from Montana. I mean, he goes on a lot about not being property, but he got shipped in a box. That's it. Yeah, like, yeah. it's not great, is it? I mean, for his big, like, oh, I'm a human, I'm real. Like, he's all over the place with his idea about what he is. No, he you is. know, like he's quite happy to like do stuff for everyone and just like be like a service robot. But then he's all <laughs> like, well, I'm not. I'm a dude. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he turns up, and obviously they realise that they uh, they've got a bit of a easy one here because he can build tons of these robots really quickly. Um, well, it's not that fast, is it? No, he's not. When that they watch fast. him do it, he's not that quick. <laughs> he gets eighty done on the first night. It's not really. Yeah, I don't nice. know. I just I expect to do like a, see like a sped up. You know, when they do like they speed up the thing like when he reads a book. Yeah, like he really fast. He's quite like methodical and slow doing it. Yeah, he's he like, is. He's yeah. no faster than a homeless man. I think. <laughs> No, they should have kept that original factory of uh, yeah. of uh, homeless people, I guess. Um, <laughs> there were five robots used for filming this. Uh, reportedly, complications arose with their hydraulic and electrical systems due to rainy and cold weather during production. Mm. So that's pretty hilarious that they basically just go and then stop because it's too wet and cold. Um, talking about the production, this is obviously meant to be in New York, but... Alex, did you recognise a lot of buildings in this film? Uh, a hell of a lot of buildings. It's all in Toronto, isn't it? And like quite obviously in Toronto at yeah. points, isn't it? Is it? Because they kind of yeah. yeah. They never if you've s- been to Toronto, it's really, really obvious. Well, I mean the that's really one. racist. They should use real American <laughs> cities when they're portraying American oh, cities. Oh Chris. 
They never actually say it's in New York, but uh, the bit later on when they do the big cab bit is they're obviously referring to New York. Yeah. Um, I, weirdly, you know, when Oscar comes around and gives him a, a, a guide, yeah, that is a guide to St. Louis. Mm. So right, okay. that doesn't make any sense. Um, it's just, but, it's odd because they think a lot of films use Toronto as a sub for New York, don't they? But they're yeah. not often as obvious. Like, they think they get to the world's biggest bookstore, don't they? Which is like mm, one of the is, most famous things in Toronto. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. And, and a lot of like the, you know, the front street stuff and things like that. And even, you even see the, um, the red, the, 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 you know, the, the streetcars, yeah. don't you, at one point? Yeah. And the bit when she the when, when they're in her office, when he's trying to chat her up that second time, and they go they wander out of her office and they're in what looks like a giant mall. That was that yeah. mall that where we That's got our mall, phones and stuff. And our, yeah, my, yeah. my laptop was from there. Uh, one, one other thing, this is a really people won't care about this, but you know what was weird? You know, you see the, you know the bit when they're flying those planes around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's by the town hall, isn't it? That's that yeah, big the building. circular building. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that whole that had gone by the time it. I mean, that whole area. Yeah. There. it's weird, isn't it? To think that was mm. no. It's anyway, a bit. A little, yeah, it's not uh, a podcast. It's a bit odd. Yeah. Um, yes. Well, as we said, they're in a major metropolis, mm. and uh, as Ben says, if he is discovering he is in a whole city full of input, mm. he will go insanely crazy. Uh, the original <laughs> title for this was Short Circuit Two: More Input, mm. uh, which is a terrible. I would have called subtitle. it Input Two. Input to input to yeah what just <laughs> I've got hot car cold facts written down here. What's that? Oh, uh, that's what so, it should have been called. Hot no hot car cold hot hot car hot car cold facts cold facts is the uh, sequel to Short Circuit oh, right, Two. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it was a public service announcement about carjacking, <laughs> uh, yes. and it had no one from the original in. In fact. The voice was done by the bloke that directed it, Russell Turner. So right. it didn't even have Johnny Five's voice in it. Uh, and that was the only it's, other time officially Johnny Five turned up. It's a real waste of a good name, isn't it, though? Hot Car Cold Facts is a brilliant title for something. Is it? I love it. <laughs> I'm not sure Hot it is. Facts. Oh, I like it. I don't. I mean, it's a bit weird to think that... Um, That's what they call my memoirs. <laughs> Hot Car Cold Facts. <laughs> it's a bit weird to think that that is what came out of this, a public service announcement about carjacking. Yeah. It's a bit weird, but... Yeah. Anyway, Johnny Five does know that he's in a city. He works it out, um, and uh, he goes out and has some shenanigans, doesn't he? Uh, he kind of um, wanders around, gets some input. Johnny Five meets a kind of 70s pimp stereotype who's doing a card game, and then he meets a Latino gang, uh, as I quoted at the beginning. Have you, did you notice that loads of people just keep yelling out, it's a droid in the yeah. background? But like, Do you think that, that the people on the street are just passers-by? Well, I, yeah, I think they are because they really, really stare at the robot. Yeah. Like, like, they the gather around. Shots, yeah, when, when you're on the wire shots of the streets, mm. there's people, like, a long way away mm. looking yeah. back at the thing. Because yeah. at the which... beginning, I didn't think anyone really reacted enough. And I was like, oh, this is silly. No one's reacting. But, like, no, people really, really react. Like... When they when he when he chats up when Ben chats up Sandy mm. and they they get in the cab there's like a whole gang of people mm. just like staring at them like uh, yeah I think you're probably right I think it's probably just random passers by I mean it's quite Don't a good think? robot if you saw it it's it, a it very is, good it? robot it is yeah mm. he's quite capable of that, isn't yeah. he like his ha- his hands doing things yeah, like yeah. that. Well, he's yep. had some upgrades, hasn't he? He's got some stickers. He's got a uh, a tool pack which basically just has anything in it it's a bit magic isn't it that do you think he's bigger than in the first one i think he's smaller do you think i don't know 
I wonder if it's because it, there's more interiors in this. They were more outside on the run, weren't they, than the other one? I thought that maybe that was why he looked... Mm. I don't know. You know how later on he says he's worth $11,2,076.17? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you know he's actually worth... It was actually cost... The original robot cost $1.4 million of the first film's 15 million budget that was great so 1.4 was on johnny five uh, isn't it it's a lot of money but it is a really good robot and in in a weird way i almost forgot i was watching a, like a robot mm-hmm. he was just an, in, in, to his credit i just found him an annoying other character <laughs> i kind of almost <laughs> forgot there was i no... wasn't like oh yeah yeah i wasn't like you know with jar jar binks you're just kind of like, oh, the effects look so crap, and and he's annoying. With this, I'm like, <laughs> oh, that guy is just a, that robot is just really annoying central character. Like, it is a really good robot. I don't think you yeah, can take that away robot. from you know, it's a good design. In a way, it's a pity the legacy they didn't make a better short circuit film. Hmm. Some what's going on here? Is that some that is that a wedding? Oh, god, it's Prince Andrew, isn't it? Yeah. What, what is that? Prince what, Andrew with Johnny, with Johnny Five. Five. Yeah. What? <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. Wow. Well, there you go. I mean, if he's met Prince Andrew, then... Yeah, he's, I wouldn't want to watch in that red box there. <laughs> More disgrace. Man, the editing you're going to have to do on this episode is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> it might have not go out this one, I think. It's, it's just like a long, long to... beep. <laughs> oh... Yeah, Johnny Five goes around, lots of shenanigans. He goes to the world's biggest bookstop, which is bookstore, <laughs> which is very famously in Toronto. That's not like it's not like there's a chain of those. That is famous for being in Toronto. Yeah, uh, and he takes two books. Do you remember? You what do the two have a bit. You have, you've got a massive problem with the reappropriation of Toronto in this film, don't you? No, I'm just saying it's. It, I'm just saying it's, it's just obvious. Really, it's just it funny. was really just jarring. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you guys remember what books that Johnny Five finds so uh, touching and significant to himself? Uh, does he read Hand of the Baskervilles? He spoils Hand of the Baskervilles for everyone, so <laughs> yes. that's a bit of a dick move, Johnny Five. Yeah. I uh, quite like that joke though. When he stops halfway through and he goes, "I think the butler did it," or whatever, and then he gets yeah. dead and he goes, "He did." I like that. <laughs> <laughs> that's the best joke in the whole film, I think. Probably yeah. is. Yeah, you're probably right. Yeah. Uh, the two books that he, he kind of identifies with are Frankenstein and Pinocchio. So, you know, says a lot about Johnny Five. Oh, yes, yes. Um, oh, yeah, that's, a bit, that's a bit on the nose, isn't it, though, really? That is. Yeah. yeah. It's, also, it's also weird. He ends up in a sculpture garden and some posh kind of Arto types are like, oh, so ugly like that. And you <laughs> think it's a joke, but then they play really sad music and it's supposed yeah. to be like, oh, God, he's, he thinks he's ugly. Like... It, let yeah. me tell you. Uh, let me tell you a sad story about about young me, right? Seven year old yeah. me, eight year old me. I used to cry twice in this film, and it's it's weird because in, in my brain, you know, he gets beaten up. In my oh, brain, mm. the punks beat him up. Oh they yeah, do they? No, no. Which is weird. And I used to cry my eyes out then, and then I'd also cry at the very end when he jumps up. And I'd cry of happiness at that point. That is gold. Okay. One of those is legitimate. <laughs> There were two, this and Terminator 2 the two films makes me cry like really? every time yeah uh, well I can tell Weird, you uh, I read that that scene where he gets beaten up has been voted one of like the most like upsetting scenes of in film history uh, oh right okay mm. oh, I couldn't good. find yeah. that list but there was a lot of reddit threads I wrote it. <laughs> about people saying how traumatised they were by that oh, scene oh good it's not yeah, just so me. it's good. not just you don't worry good good um, good yeah, anyway, plot-wise, let's just skim through this because, uh, um, so Ben, so yeah, Ben keeps getting upset because 
Johnny Five keeps going out. Uh, Johnny Five's looking for answers. He goes to church. He gets shouted at by a, um, um, a um, an Irish, very stereotypical Irish priest who shouts at him. And it, 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 weirdly, the priest seems to think someone is trying to confess via remote. Yeah. Like do a remote confession. The, the best thing about that strange... was, that it was as though that had happened before yes, to yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, and he yeah, was yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> this is a thing that happens quite a lot. And yeah. he's not yeah. understanding. Someone it. sends a robot in to do the <laughs> yeah. confession. I mean, it is for New them. York. So. Yeah. So yeah, so it says so Johnny Five's looking for answers. He feels that he's a human, but no one can see that he's a human. Uh, ben is looking for answers because he he wants the Sandy to see him and recognise him. I mean, it's a bit of a weird one, isn't it? <clears throat> Why him and Sandy are in a business agreement to sell toys, and I yeah. know he fancies her, but like it's a bit of a weird move to be like, oh, why can't she just see that I'm romantically interested in? Why would she think that about him? Like. I mean, she's the real villain of the piece, isn't she, really? Because she's Sadly. manipulating a lonely man mm. to... Uh, build robots to, for her. To build robots on the cheap. And with no no cash advance, she says. They have to go to a loan shark, don't they? Yeah, no. And, bit... and she's very much, you know, I think, yeah, I think she's the... She's you the think villain. she's the villain? Mm. Well... She comes around the end, but yeah. Yeah. Well, at this point is the biggest twist of the uh, film, which I'd completely forgotten, which is that uh, Sanders and Jones, who are the kind of the villains in the basement of the factory digging a tunnel to the vault to steal the diamonds, they're actually uh, being uh, led by uh, by Oscar, mm. who is the bank guy that works in the bank, who from up until now has been the person that's been the nicest to Johnny Five. Uh, mm. so did you remember that coming, that twist? Yeah. Oh, I totally didn't, I totally didn't remember it. I was really shocked. Honestly, like once it started, I'd got total recall for this film. I remembered it all. Mm. I must have watched really? it constantly. Mm. Yeah, yeah. It's weird. Oh, that is <laughs> weird. Um... Anyway, so stuff goes on, uh, but we get into the final act, which is Oscar's evil plan. Uh, so he, he kidnaps Fred and Ben, hides them in the fridge uh, of a Chinese restaurant. I remembered the fridge scene vividly. Mm. Yeah. And now they're eating uh, the, uh, <laughs> fortune cookies. the fortune cookies. Yeah. Yeah. What I wanted the quiz to be was for me to find a load of songs played on a phone and I would play them to you and you'd have to <laughs> guess the songs. But that was way too complicated. So, yeah. So Ben and Fred are in this, uh, in this, in the freezer. They work out a way to make a, f- what does he make the phone out of? A calculator? He's, he's calculator guys mm. around, yeah. Yeah. What's the thing on the top? Look like a thermometer. It, yeah, or like a posh pen. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. I mean, they this make is, a phone. This is really. You know, as far fetched as it gets in this whole sequence, really. Mm. And yeah. too they long. Make, they dial up Sandy. They leave a they leave her songs, so she works out. Yeah, oh, it's, it's really ridiculous. Anyway, meanwhile, Oscar also has, sorry. The, what the bit about this that, that really is stupid is when they leave the answer phone message, and she picks up the answer phone, and it's this like, what's the song? Is it? Um, it's like Johnny Be Good or something, mm. isn't it? It's some like fifties yeah. rock and roll song, and she yeah. hears the beeps of it and instantly goes, "Oh, it's." You know, Ben, Ben. Yeah, yeah. That's why not... would she? Yeah, why would you think that? No, I don't know. <laughs> Who she's met once for one date. Yeah, mm. yeah. And doesn't really like. Yeah, no. So anyway, Oscar's convinced Johnny Five to dig the tunnel to the Diamond Vault with this kind of like by lying to him. Uh, they get the uh, they get the he gets the diamonds. Uh, Oscar runs off and gets in the car. They run. They run Johnny Five down, which is pretty nasty. Mm. So then Johnny Five chases them, and then we get, as as Sam has mentioned, probably like, I mean, it's pretty mucked up. This scene. Mm. They basically yeah. 
get they have a, an axe and a baseball bat and mm. they smash the crap out of Johnny Five. Yeah, Oscar's like going like hit him, hit him, hit him like that. It's all slow motion. There's blood coming out. There's there's lick fluids coming Fluid out. Oil. Johnny Five's like saying no, please. Like it, it is. It's really, really, really. Yeah, it's it's full on for a kids film. It's it's really full on. Um. Anyway, the, the baddie's Scarper, and we see that Johnny Five's got one hour, 58 minutes, and 35 seconds till total failure. Uh, I like that he's got a giant readout on the side of him yeah. for a specific <laughs> purpose. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, luckily, though, Fred finds him, because uh, Fred was kind of a bit of, a, a bit of an idiot, but he redeems himself. He finds Johnny Five, uh, he gets him fixed up in a radio shack, you know when Johnny Five tools himself up? Do you know the two films that are referenced in that tool-up scene? Rambo. Uh, it, uh, nearly. Batman. One of them is to do with Commando. his hair. Commando. Commando. Yes, because yeah. he says, uh, he says, all right, let's party. Yeah. Uh, and that's what, what Arnie says. Is. Come on, Bennett, let's party. What about his hair? What's that a reference to? Mm, his mohawk. No. The last Mohican. <laughs> no. <laughs> Taxi driver. It is a, uh, it's a deliberate nod to taxi driver. Right, yeah. yeah. So Johnny Five goes all punk, and Johnny Five is extremely angry at the fact that the humans were kidnapped mm. and locked away, but he was destroyed. And like yeah. almost to the point where if they attempted to kill Ben and Fred, he mm. might have been all right about it. Like, yeah, yeah. That's his problem, isn't it? That yeah, the injustice of it. It's the injustice. Yeah. Okay. So then we get kind of the slowest chase sequence I think I've ever seen. Mm. I mean, it's not exciting, is it? This chase. It is like every two seconds resetting to the back of the back of the focus. You know, <laughs> put them back down into the road, <laughs> him at the front, round it's, the corner, right, run all, away again. <laughs> they're all going so slowly as well, aren't yeah. they? Like, yeah. But anyway, uh, Johnny Five manages to do this ridiculous swing thing where he gets Oscar off a boat. I mean, Before that, he goes in the sewers. And have you seen the poster for this film? Which yes. is the most like awful pre-Photoshop Photoshop of Fisher <laughs> Stevens and Johnny Five in a sewer. It's, it's hilarious. Manhole, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, the, the perspective is all... Like, he's, Matt Fisher Stevens' head is about like the size of an apple. It's really weird the way it's like... <laughs> odd. Um, anyway, they get him. They, set, they get Oliver. So all the baddies have got... But uh, swing, yeah. But unfortunately, Johnny Five's dying at this point. Oh, Did this make no. you cry a bit, Sam? No, not at this point. No, no it's okay. a smashing up bit that made me cry. Yeah. Uh, so they use the uh, what they call to try and defibrillator. Defibrillator, yeah. and it makes the most stupid noise I've ever yes. heard. It's like, <laughs> like a space in voice, isn't it? Yeah. Noise, yeah. Anyway, he survives. Johnny Five survives, and we come to the end of the film, which I've written here. The bit that Bicentennial Man ripped off. Because basically, the end of this film is the end of Bicentennial Man, isn't it? Oh, yeah, getting uh, citizenship. He gets citizenship yeah. and recognised as a human being or as a, having the rights of basically anyone else. And he's also been... Um, was he been like chrome plated or like gold plated? Mm. gold, yeah. But does gold the Indian guy five. get like uh, citizenship? Yes, yeah. he's yeah. doing his I was going to say, it would have been funny if Johnny Five was 
uh, <laughs> he did accepted <laughs> as a human, <laughs> but the uh, yeah. the, yeah, there, yeah. and the next thing the doc's like waving him off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would have been yeah, that would have been a better ending. But um, but yes, yeah, so that is the end of Short Circuit Two. Uh, what did we all think of Short Circuit Two? Let's go to Chris first. Uh, I like robots, and yeah. Uh, besides all the problems with it. It's mm. for in terms of like racism and stuff, and it's really crap comedy. Yeah, yeah. there's not a lot it's of good funny, jokes. It's not funny, is it? There's not funny there's at all. Nothing really lands like that yeah. scene with him and Sandy, yeah. and he's reading the thing, and it's all ro- it, yeah. it, none of it lands. You don't laugh. I didn't laugh out loud. These really films would all. be ten times better, right? Both of these films, if he didn't have a voice, Johnny Five, it was more yeah, like an R two D two or Wally or yeah. something. Because or just yeah. had a different sort of voice, wasn't doing those stupid yes. clips all the time. And, because yeah. I think like batteries not included works because yeah. we don't hear if they had a voice, it would be terrible. Yes, you're right. He was he was less annoying in this than he is in the first one, wasn't he? Yeah, totally. Johnny Five, I think. Johnny I don't think, he, I don't think same level of annoying, annoying, probably. But yeah. oh, okay. the, the jokes, a lot of them just fall flat. Um, yeah. I really hate the the caricature Indian stuff as well. Mm. Yeah, yeah. It just doesn't work. Just, do you want to put that in twice for you, Chris? So you can make sure that's definitely put that at the top. There, put that at the top. <laughs> yeah, okay, right. Okay. So there's no. Yeah, just yeah, just so we know. Yeah. Um, Sam, uh, the yeah. one that remembered this film the best, word for word, quoting every line. What yes. Did you, what did you well, think? Well, I think it's a much better film than Short Circuit One. I think it's a much, much, much better film than Short Circuit yes. One. Yeah. It's still not good. I would say though, I do think for like a sort of an under sevens audience, if you take out the scene where it's beaten up, I think it's yeah. a good, stupid kids film. Like it's uh, it it it's not doesn't mean it doesn't want to be that. It wants to be an all ages sort of film, mm. doesn't it? Yeah. And it's not that. It's not funny enough. It's not clever enough. But in that kind of Home Alone vein of yeah. silly caper film, yeah, you know, I, I show it to my niece and nephew. When they're a bit older and, and hit their eyes on the bit when it's beaten up, but yeah, I think I think kids would enjoy it in a yeah. way that they wouldn't enjoy the first one because the first one was just absolutely mm. dreadful, wasn't it? So yeah, yes. yes. I found some oh, I guys who are trying to reverse engineer Johnny Five and make an actual robot. I've just put the oh, link. Wow, in. it's pretty good. It's pretty, pretty cool. good. Alex, um, what's you? What no, you? I agree with you. I think it's much better than the first film. It's less kind of I don't know. I don't know what was wrong with the first film. It's just terrible. This is much more entertaining. Yes. I mean, yeah. No, no Steve Guttenberg helps, doesn't yes. it, for one? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it definitely helps. Um, yeah, it, it's not a great film, and there's a lot of issues with it, but it's yes. better than the first film. Uh, and, yeah, Johnny Five is a great robot. I, I thought there were more of the tiny Johnny Fives doing things. Mm. I was a bit disappointed that they didn't do anything. I remembered a yeah, scene where they all like, did a big thing heist. together. I thought yeah, there was that's a whole heist thought. with them. Yeah. Or attack someone, like they yeah. all ganged up yes. on someone. Yeah, That's yeah. what I thought it was. Anyway, yeah. Why do we keep having this weird group misremembrance of 80s films? Yeah. It's like navigating things like that. We all keep remembering yeah. things that mm. didn't happen. But no, I don't <laughs> it's know. so strange. We just wanted it to happen. Yeah. Do you um, think it's because things are on so rarely, you saw things so little that like your imagination could Because I remember, I remember, I knew this was wrong, but I remember as a kid being told there was a third film with giant Johnny Fives in it and for years oh. thinking there was this other film. And it's not real. I just think it was made up no. from the playground. But, like, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's funny how those things sort of, you know, take yeah. life. Yeah, no, there wasn't a third film because basically this was uh, massively disappointing at the box office. It, <laughs> yes, it, yeah. it flopped quite badly. Um, Cranked, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it ranked 45th 
in the US box office for 1988. Mm. Uh, so they basically canned the whole idea of ever making another one. Mm. Uh, in 2013, they talked about a remake, but that seemed to disappear. Mm. Uh, the proposed remake was said to be a dark... It was darker in tone than the original movie. I don't know what that means. Um, I mean, it's no, Chappie, isn't it? And Chappie's been well, awful, yeah. so... We were going to originally do this and Chappie, but you... I've never seen Chappie, but you said Chappie's... I can't bring myself to watch that again, so... No, so, yeah, <laughs> no. I, 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 Chris, seriously, I said, oh, we should do both, and Sam was like, no, it's nope. so bad, Alex, don't watch it. <laughs> so I was like, no, if, we, if it's that bad, we don't watch it. Um, no, but yeah, better than the first Short Circuit, still not good... Had lots and lots and lots of issues, uh, but where does it go on the list? Where is the original short circuit on the list? I'm trying to find it. Uh, it's really low. I just saw it. Uh, it is. It is at 169 of 185 films. It's really low. I mean, but it, it was truly awful, though, wasn't it? I remember it being. Yeah. It was truly awful. I mean, is this like one better, or is it more than one better? I think it's. I think it's more than one better. What, what, what do you think, Chris? I think it's more than one better. Yeah. It's still bad, though. It's bad, but it's not like... It's not absolutely terrible bad, right. I don't think. I don't I know. Mean, it's, is we're it... still talking like low, you know, 130, something like that, but it's not... It's not like... Like, the first one was a, like an inherently broken film, wasn't it? To the fact that... Do you remember the credits had, like, deleted scenes over yeah, them? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> In kind of a yeah, this police is... academy way. Yeah, this is... I mean, is it better than... I'd like, say this is competently made. It's just not very good. It's not very entertaining. But as a, it's a film, isn't it? It's a I mean, if the point film. of it is to be funny, it doesn't really do that, does it? <laughs> no, that's true. No, it's not very funny. I mean, is it better than Minority Report, which is at 147? So I don't know if I think it is. No, it's not. I mean, are we talking like Howard the Duck? I mean, it's the same yeah, level similar, of mis- yeah. misfiring comedy. Well, actually, it? Bicentennial Man is one above that. And I think this is one better than no, Bicentennial it's Man. No, it's not. <laughs> Between oh. Bicentennial Man and this, I think... I think above it. No. What do you think, Alex? Casting vote. So what are you saying? So you're saying above Bicentennial Man and Chris is saying yeah, below, below it. Below yeah. I'm going to say that the racism means it goes below Bicentennial uh, Man. Okay, yeah. Right, okay. I'm sorry. It's just that bit. We can't... I'm not going to... Yeah, I was going to say, uh, the race, because it. of the racism, it should go below yeah. Bicentennial Man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what if, though, Chris, Joseph Fiennes was playing this role? I think <laughs> it needs to go further up. <laughs> uh, so, everyone, that was one of that the... Might, most... That might make no sense. <laughs> that, I mean, the quiz is not going to sound... I mean, no one's going to understand the quiz, basically. This may yeah. this may be an episode with a quiz. This may be an episode with no quiz. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe about eight minutes long. It eight minutes be, long. It's yeah, just, it might yeah. just be us saying, "Do you remember this film?" Oh, I remember it. Yeah. Isn't it yeah. sad? With twenty-five minutes. It might be the shortest episode ever, or it might be the most most controversial episode we've ever recorded. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. It's all in the edit, and that is down to Sam. So I think probably when I come off this call, there'll be about an hour of Chris and Sam back and forth. As Sam basically negotiates with Chris what's going to be cut in and out. I don't know. They re-record some stuff. Maybe you could do another... uh, Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, that was Short Circuit 2. Next week is something entirely different, I think, isn't it? 
What is it? Oh, next yes. Week. Yes. Oh, you tell us. It's your thing. Oh, yes. well, I forgot. Next, Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Next week, uh, because to celebrate uh, the anniversary of Total Recall, uh, I luckily, very luckily, got to interview Michael Ironside, who plays uh, it's Richter, isn't it? Is it Richter? I want to say Richter. I want to get it right. Uh, yes, it is, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Anyway. He's the villain in isn't Total it? Recall. He's called Richter. I'll look it up. I think he is. Thank you. Richter, yeah. Uh, yeah, so I, got, I was very lucky to get to talk to my client side uh, yes. about Total Recall. Uh, if you like Total Recall, there is some really good Total Recall stuff in there. But if you don't like Total Recall, I'd say listen to it anyway because he's a very fascinating guy. He mm. has a lot of lots to say. Real interesting. Good chat. Yeah, good chat. Some really interesting stuff. We talk about Dune. We talk about um, his grandfather's sci-fi literary roots. All sorts of things. Art, David Cronenberg, lots and lots of stuff. Um, you might even get to see it on video. Which might yeah, it'll be, be our on first video as well. There'll be a link in the podcast for it, and I, I might, I might put some at the top mention it as well that we've got. Yeah, so it's, that's a, a bit of a exclusive. Uh, you get to you. see his injury from his from the <laughs> from sword, the sword isn't it? Yeah, swung it around himself. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So a bit of a special one next week, uh, and then normal service will return after that when we will be doing. Some... I will tag that in the next week once we decide what that is. We'll be doing something. Yeah, anyway, something. so that's Brilliant. the end. Uh, so I'll say goodbye for now. Goodbye. Uh, Chris, do you want to say goodbye? Goodbye. Bye, Sam. Mr. Manic, you are not knowing your fluids. <laughs> what does that mean? That was my favourite line from the film. Really? Yeah. Yours. Yeah. Oh no, come on now. (laughs) (laughs) It's because he knows he's editing it. He knows knows he's got stuff to do. The funny thing is, he'll probably keep all my stuff in and just cut all of his stuff, and then that's. (laughs) (laughs) He'll probably record himself going, oh, that's so out of order. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's terrible. Oh, how can you say that, Chris? You've obviously heard a previous episode, then, because that's what always happens. I'm I'm like a saint compared to you two. Uh, Right, I'm getting this call, so I've got to go. Okay. Okay. Bye. 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 Bye.